What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in once again to the Unofficial Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Kane. Thank you for being here. I feel kind of bad because I had a really special guest today to do our interview, and things last minute kind of fell through. It's a, hopefully it happens next week. I'm very excited. It's going to delve into my past a little bit. So put that little teaser out there for you. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting one for sure. It just didn't happen this week, so you guys don't get it. But you do get me because I told you I will be here, and I am committed to that and committed to you guys. I also want to thank you guys. I did. I checked my insights today on uh, SoundCloud. We'll see you know, how the individual pods are being received, and then I just decided to check year to date. Where are we? And we're up to 7,500 views or listens, I guess is how they quantify it. And that's awesome. You guys know my goal for the year is to get to 10,000. So, I mean, barring something crazy, I think we can make it happen. I think we did like 3,500 last year. We're into the first quarter of this year. So, mathematically, we should, you know... It's like 2600 I think we can make it happen. I believe in it. I'm putting it out there. That's manifesting. Let's get to 10,000 listens this year. That would just be an awesome accomplishment, mostly by you people. I'm just trying to talk, and you guys keep listening, so I appreciate it. Um, I've been writing daily, and half of them are not even jokes. <laughs> Some of them are just thoughts. And so we're going to get into some of the thoughts today. The jokes that I've been writing, I feel, could be funny. Um, It's going to take some work. I think my brain is trying to do some kind of metamorphosis. And in the comedy world, that usually means you're not going to be funny for a while. (laughs) As your brain tries to figure out what it wants to say. In the meantime, it's going to be saying a bunch of nothing. And so I feel sorry for upcoming show people. Still come to the shows. Check us out. We do appreciate being supported. But if you're expecting polished, you know, ready for the special material, it's going to be a now. It's going to be a now net for the time being until it figures out what it's trying to do. I think what my brain is attempting to do is take serious, larger topics and then find the comedic angle to them. I believe that's where it's trying to go. It's just hard Without, like, preaching. (laughs) Without being on a soapbox. Like, how come all we talk about is race in this country? Like, that's a wild premise to start with and then be funny afterwards. There is comedy in there, but it is a tightrope, to say the least. And I think my brain wants to find a tightrope because the tightrope will be where the true satisfaction is and where the artistry of stand-up will be. But most people don't do tightrope because they're afraid to fall. <laughs> so you can start with that premise all you want. But if you get up there and say, well, we always talk about race. We got to come together. It's like, oh, you don't care about blood. And you could just, you can end up in a really, really bad place. But if you do it well, you get the support the way you want it. Or in, so that's not even one of my setups for a joke, but I want to give you an example of where my brain is is like trying to take these big issues and kind of get into it. So the one that I wrote yesterday was about cancel culture. 
cancellations, all that good stuff. And it is, if you haven't been on social media, <laughs> go. Get on it. It's, it's stuff happening every day. From comics, entertainers, to politicians, um, athletes, everybody's, it seems to be subject to this. And I had this idea, and maybe I mentioned this before, I don't think I mentioned on a pod though. I don't personally believe nine out of ten times in cancel culture. I know it sounds ridiculous given that I said, go on social media, it's canceling people. What I mean is, being canceled for what it's supposed to mean basically means you can't work in your given field anymore. You've been excommunicated, to use a term, from your field. That's what it would mean. I guess like Edward Snowden was, for all intents and purposes, canceled. He left the country and said, I, I'm just not American anymore. That's what cancellation looks like to me, where if he came back here, he will be thrown in jail as a traitor, treasonous, whatever. Now, he took it to the next level. But even in smaller degrees, I would imagine there's some actors who, like someone like, what's his name, Michael Richards, the guy who was Kramer in Seinfeld. I think he got canceled because he's very much alive, lives here, lives here in America, I assume still gets royalties from Seinfeld, but I have not seen his name in like 12 years. <laughs> I don't know where he is. No guest appearances. Haven't seen his name pop up any flyers. I don't know if Seinfeld has done like a 20-year reunion type thing. You don't see him. You don't hear from him. If he's performing, he's doing it like a ghost. Like he is out of here. That's what cancellation is. This, oh, I'm going to cancel this athlete by sending tweets. That's not cancellation. That's just you being mad. And maybe you galvanize a couple thousand people. And now y'all are all mad. But you got to realize, any athlete famous enough to be canceled online has millions of other people who go the other way. So what impact is your clan of 10,000, 20,000, even 100,000? Give me 100,000 likes. I hate Usain Bolt, whatever. I don't know how you could. He's great. But let's say you did. He's got a whole country rocking with him. He can't be canceled. His country rocks with him. And he's an international star. There are some who won't support him. Some probably bought his shoes. Some probably did his pose on their profiles and stuff. Maybe they'll stop doing it. Okay, fine. Like, you losing some money or you having to apologize or something isn't being canceled. That's really a timeout, which we all take. We all went to, well, maybe we all didn't go to detention. Some of you guys are goody two-shoes. I was actually kind of a straight arrow who somehow ended up in detention a handful of times. <laughs> I, here's the thing. Every time I went to detention, I fully deserved to be there. I deserved it. Like, I was talking too much in class, which happened a lot. Um, I think I... Like, was in the hallway without a hall pass, which I knew was, you know, against the rules. Detention. I think I threw a football in class one day. Where the teacher was like, 
out to do something like in the teacher's lounge and I was like, yo, go deep and like came in and happened to catch me in the act. Like, I deserve to be in it. I didn't go to I didn't go for fighting past like middle school. High school I didn't get any fights. Um but I was in detention a handful of times and I deserved to be there every time I was there. That was a timeout. That came with consequences of you can't go to the next school dance. You could not run for school government, I don't believe, if you had a detention. And then maybe something else, like, hey, next, you know, exercise day, you got to stay inside and write a paper or something. But guess what? The next event after that, the next party, I'm good to go, baby. I'm front and center wearing my Easter suit. <laughs> so I was in timeout based on my own actions, which is fine. You can be in timeout. They put Kevin Hart in timeout for like six to eight weeks. When he apologized 10 years earlier, then had to apologize again, then said he wouldn't apologize as he was apologizing, which was weird, then did his old press tour of apologies. Guess what? Kevin Hart has like four movies coming out this year. Guess what? He's trying to deal with Sirius. Guess what? He's got like three other projects going on. Has a thing with uh, Audible, audiobooks. So... Was he canceled, or did he just not do the Oscars? He was in timeout. Hey, you you built yourself up your whole career to make it to the Oscars and do this. But you said this thing 10 years ago. Now you can't do the Oscars. Sucks for him. That was one of his lifelong goals, apparently. And maybe if the Oscars are smart, a year or two from now, they'll bring him back. And he'll finally get to live that dream out. He'll be like 50. He's not that old. He's like 45. He'd be like 45, and he can finally live his dream and get the hosting gig, and that's really, you know, second chances in America, whatever. But he wasn't canceled. Bill Cosby's canceled. He's in jail, and he's probably going to die there. That's cancellation. Aziz Ansari is not canceled. His show just got canceled. He's still been touring. He did a whole Netflix special afterwards. Like, a whole special and I'm sure he got paid in the six or seven figures for that special. That's not cancellation. That's just Master of None is not going to be on TV for a while. And if they're really G's about it, they'll take it off the air for two years and then bring it back. They thought they canceled Nick Cannon and they just gave him back while and out. I don't know when they're going to start taping again. I think they're in Atlanta, so they can start probably like tomorrow. Because <laughs> Atlanta's like, what COVID? We are here for the smoke. But he said something that I thought would really get him canceled. I was like, man, I've been a Nick Cannon fan from the jump. I think he's done a lot of great things for a lot of people's careers. He's found the trends and the waves. And he's, he's I know, I have a handful of friends who've been a while now, personally. Speak very highly of him. I have I have nothing bad to say about him. I thought his career, not his career, he's made enough money. But I thought he was done, at least with that company. At least with the network. This was like... A year. And they said, I don't think people are mad anymore. Let's just go ahead and give him the show back. Same network. And we talk behind the scenes. He's apologetic enough. Let's just go ahead and make some money between. It's not canceled. Gina Carano may be canceled now. I think, actually, there's gonna she's going to be back in The Mandalorian at some point. That's my prediction. I'm going to go out on the limb that and say, they are probably going to start filming this next season of Mandalorian soon. She may not be in this upcoming season, but 
the following season, which I guess we'll film two years from now probably, the whole tenor of the country will be different. I wouldn't doubt it for a second if two years from now she makes a wild appearance. And they won't talk about it in the media like, we renege on our firing of Gina. Like, they won't do that. Now, she's got enough pride and ego. Maybe she won't allow it. Just, hey, you guys cancel me for speaking my mind, whatever. I'm sure that check is pretty nice. So, I wouldn't doubt it. Like, it's just not, it's overblown. It's overblown the effect of a mob. And as I was trying to write this joke out, and it just became an essay (laughs) at some point. What I was saying is, the effect of a mob is interesting because a mob is not necessarily a monolith. Even though they're all mobbing against the same thing. So that idea sounds contrary to itself, but I'll, I'll go deeper. Within the mob are factions of people. And as long as there's factions of people within a group, the group can be divided. Because there's some people who want to cancel Gina because of her political stance, period. So that's that, right? There's some who want to because they just hate actors. And any, anytime an actor says anything, like, you're pretending to be somebody, shut up. That's that group of people, right? Um, some are probably jealous that she's on their favorite show franchise or whatever. This can be limitless um, factions. So the thing is, within that, some people who are like, I don't like her for her political allegiance, at some point it may just be like, you know what, she doesn't have to vote like me. Maybe she should be canceled for that, but you know what, I was coming off of the whole Trump era, maybe I was just really so anti-Trump that her being loosely attached to him, like, like you, you can kind of like, you know, guilty by association situation. Two years from now, you're like, you know what, we're getting ready for another election, re-election, different campaign. I don't even care about that anymore. And so maybe you feel a little softer about it. And so that mob is not as mobbish. She's a group of people at a certain point. And I think this mob that wanted to tear her down wasn't really that strong to begin with. I didn't know who she was until The Mandalorian. And I actually still don't know anything about her career. No idea where she came from. I heard she was a wrestler, but I watched wrestling and I didn't see it. So maybe she's like an actual wrestler, like in college and high school and stuff. No idea about her career. Thought she was very good on the show. Spoke highly of her. I'm not even a Star Wars buff. Just thought she was good at her role. I I think she'll be back at some point. That's my guess. And Disney may have to do a public apology. If she's that principled, then I would have that apology put on paper. But it's mob thing, man. I just... It's not even the power of the mob. It's the cowardice of the... TV and movie studios that make this happen. Or the leagues, if it's a different sports league. Because what's the worst that can happen? The mob against Gina, let's say this was like a trending viral thing on Twitter. 200,000 replies. I think that's a lot on Twitter. It's probably more than what actually happened. But let's just say it's 200,000. How many Star Wars fans are there? In this country. Like, what's the weekly viewership of the Mandalorian? 15, 20, 25 million? It's a lot of people. A lot of people. So if 200,000, say, 
we won't watch it without Gina. It's like, okay, fine. That's 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 cool. That's one percent of our, like, like what are we doing? Is it was it really that much of a deal breaker that we had to bend to the will of this small faction of people to the point where, because now there are a lot of people who are on the other side, like who feel like, what did she say that was so crazy or. That's what we're getting rid of people for Disney. Like most of your movies are based. Walt Disney was a racist. Like, <laughs> what are we doing right now? And these companies, they all do it. The minute they feel any kind of backlash, they're so attached to we could possibly lose money that they just panic and just start letting people go. And then they end up having to a week, couple weeks, even a couple months later. Having a renege on it. Look at what happened to James Gunn. He's the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. He initially was like, the studio wasn't going to bring him back because of you know some allegations or what have you. And literally, the cast had to come together and say, either he comes back or we don't come back. And all of a sudden, the studio was like, well, James has apologized for what he said. And, and now we're just going ahead with the movie as if this was all smooth sailing. It's like, if they weren't so afraid that they would lose money because of, how many people are really mad for real? Like, the Twitter universe is not the real world. Social media is not the real world. Just because somebody retweets or reposts something doesn't mean they actually feel it. Sometimes people just want the algorithm. They just want to be relevant. Oh, man, can you believe? I, I don't, I've never watched The Bachelor or Bachelorette. I don't even understand how the show's on TV still. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't get it. We know this isn't real. What What are we doing right now? Okay, never mind. <laughs> it's a different rant, I suppose. So I guess the guy on The Bachelor did something and then stepped down for fear of, of what? Dude, like, you have such a niche market of people who watch your show. The Bachelor's been on as long as, like, Survivor's been on. You think people are going to stop watching because of uh, individual controversy? We've had people on the show, quote, unquote, get married or be together. And then in real life, be like, nah, that was, that was for the camera. People just like the idea of be handing roses and being chose. Well, like, why are you stepping down? Why are they forcing you out? Like, I just, like, how much money do you stand to lose by a small faction of people not liking you? I don't get it. Like I, don't, I really don't get it. It happens all the time. Nike's let people go and then resigned them. All these studios, have, oh, we're going to pause so-and-so's affiliation, and then it just, like, wait for it to die down, and then just resume it. And the mob says, yeah, we canceled them for six days. Yeah. They high-five them, themselves and tweet, Power and numbers, man. Stuff like that. I just don't understand the studios. I don't get it. You understand that people aren't nearly as principled as they think they are? They really aren't. You know many people told me I'll never watch football again? And we're right there at Super Bowl parties the same year. <laughs> Look what they did to my man Cap. I'm not watching football again. I'm done. You know what the NFL did? They just stayed on. Just kept living. And guess what? Three years later, the NFL's come out and saying, yeah, we should have treated Cap better. Let's put him in a bunch of commercials. 
sorry. <laughs> Three years ago, we were scared about the money being lost. Then we lost money anyway and said, eh, we're a multi-billion dollar organization. We're going to be fine. You got LeBron speaking out about every issue, and the NBA is like, oh, don't mix that with... Guess what? LeBron's the biggest draw in basketball. Every game he has in prime time is great. When he's in the finals, they get great ratings. When he's not, no one cares. It's just... I don't get the cowardice. I don't get why you just keep bending to the middle of a mob that doesn't even have a face and you can't even validate whether or not that's really a group of people or if it's just a bunch of kids retweeting stuff. I just had to let that burn for a second. I, I, I honestly don't believe almost ever in cancel culture. It's just a buzzword. Who can't say that? You're going to get canceled. Word by who? <laughs> Who's the, who, who are the people? Anytime. I don't know if you guys do this. This is one of my practices to like keep my headspace and what I allow into my psyche somewhat filtered. Anytime I see an article that says people are feeling or people are outraged, I immediately delete it. I just swipe off it. I'm not here to read this. What people? Who people? Who'd you poll? You have an exact number? Is this a pain piece? Is this factual? How many people qualify as people? You won't believe what people are saying. Delete. People are amazed at how good Selma. Delete. Selma Hayek is beautiful, but if, if I get one more article about oh Selma in another bikini. Yeah, she's been good looking for 30 years. I don't know what we're doing. She's always been attractive. This is not new. People can't believe. Delete. Who are these people canceling? Who are these people mobbing? Who are these people outraged? I don't think people care about any of this stuff. I think people just like complaining. People just like arguing. People like having an opinion on stuff. I don't think people care about any of this stuff. Can you believe... That Meg the Stallion is dating the who like who care if they didn't post it, you wouldn't know. And you wouldn't care. Even when they posted it, it's like if they posted one picture together and then they just didn't post more pictures, there's a probably a small faction who would be like, hmm, I wonder if they're still together. You know what everybody else is doing? Their life. They just moved on. It's not that important. None of this, not none of it, I can't say any and every or none. Most of this, not important. Most of these quote-unquote cancellations, timeouts. You can just, you can just keep going. And then if you do something truly egregious, this is the Weinsteins, the Cosbys, you know, I guess it, I don't, I wouldn't put Michael Richards in this category. He just happens to be canceled too. But, yeah, if you're one of those extreme examples, yeah, you're, you're you're canceled. Sorry, but also not sorry. You probably did this to yourself. Anyone else? You said, oh, they're gonna be canceled. This Tracy Morgan, not canceled. They're gonna cancel Ellen and take her show. Word. Not dang. Ellen's on TV five days a week. Has she been canceled? I don't believe she has. They're gonna cancel Kathy Griffin. I don't think she's canceled at all. She may not be working as much as she was before. Not canceled. 
So we feed into the narrative that cancel culture is a thing. We feed into the fact that people are being canceled left and right. What's happening is that people are losing a little bit of money here and there and they're getting some bad press. That's what's really happening. You get bad press for a day or two. You either either issue an apology or you say absolutely nothing and just let it blow over and then just continue your work. And if you continue to work long enough, people kind of forget you did something at some point. They kind of forget. Because we're so obsessed, one, with self in this country, and maybe the rest of the world, but I can't speak for them, but definitely in this country. There's so much passing stimuli because of social media, because of sports, because of YouTube. It's hard to really be fixated on any one thing for too long. You could just, your core base is going to take care of you. And then you may lose some outlier people, for sure. You might lose them, but they're outlier people, which means they're, I guess, by your, you know, standards of people to impress and your appeal group are less important. They're on the outside. They're not hardcore loyal fans. There's still tour days with Louis C.K., and they sell out. Sorry, guys. <laughs> he wasn't canceled, but the show Louis definitely was and probably will still cancel. Which is unfortunate. It was a good show. But I get it. FX is not a big enough network, I don't think, to like take all that. Like I think Sons of Anarchy is probably coming to an end and Louis was there, like they're like, We can't take too much bad press. But he's still torn. And he's still making money. Cause he has a core base. As long as you appeal to those people, you'll never truly be cancelled. Unless you do something that even they say, nah fam. <laughs> we can't can't support this kind of this kind of behavior overall don't worry about being canceled now if you're super money conscious then yeah maybe you should watch what you say because you will definitely lose some money like you can you can lose a gig immediately that's a different thing like cancel culture really should just be a lot of cash <laughs> you will lose some money real quick oh remember that endorsement deal we nah we're not doing that oh you're supposed to be on this move nah like, T.I. just lost some money with the Ant-Man and Wasp situation. I don't know what he gets paid to be in that movie. He's good in it. I like the Ant-Man franchise, personally. But, uh, yeah, they said they went ahead and said, you're not going to be in the next movie. But, you know, he's got money. He still can put an album out and get support. He has a podcast. He just lost Ant-Man money. And he, maybe he should, because what they're saying sounds bad. But we'll figure out what it is down the line. All I'm saying is, people, is don't feed into the narrative. Don't let the mobs win. And this is to the networks. Regular people, y'all keep living your life. You're regular people. Networks, if you hear this at some point, let's just try a different strategy. Let's not fire people and be terrified at the mob and just roll it out. Let's see what happens. Oh, our viewership went from 8.8 to 8.7. <sighs> yeah, well... What are you going to do? <laughs> Just keep going. <laughs> I think if we do that, the mobs lose power, which they probably should. And I think people feel empowered to speak more and to not be as fearful of retribution, which I think is also a good thing. So you guys can see why this was not a good joke. <laughs> you see why, like, the deeper you get into it, it's like, man, this is a really profound point. 
not funny in the least bit, but something worth listening to. But this has been great. As always, I love talking to you guys. I love the support and feedback. 10,000 for the year, that's the goal. Putting that energy out into the world. Tell your friends. Obviously, post, repost, all that good stuff. You will hear this on Wednesday, and I will see you next Wednesday. Talk to you later. Deuces.